Congratulations to the 2020 Los Angeles Dodgers on winning the World Series. Woo! Clayton Kershaw winning a ring. All right, go, CJ. I'm fine with all that stuff. But, man, Kevin Cash blew it yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, that is quite the understatement, saying uh, he should be fired immediately. He should be. And they should replace him with a fax machine. And the GM should just fax down whatever decisions they should make. And then the player should just do whatever the fax machine says. Because clearly Kevin Cash is just a puppet on a string. And the string is coming out of a computer that's telling him exactly what to do all the time. Because he can't make up his own mind. He's not a manager. He's a computer. He's a relayer of computer information. That's it. He's nothing more. Anybody who's saying he's a great manager is wrong. Anybody who wants to say... He's a great computer. Yeah, that's all he is. That's all he is. All he knows how to do is relay numbers from a computer to that. A manager has to sometimes, and I know people are going to hate this, but sometimes you got to use your gut. When a guy's pitched six innings and he's been dominant and he struck out Mookie twice, you let him pitch to him again. That part of the order was 0 for 6 with six strikeouts. God forbid he gives up a single. Jeez, and the world must have been ending. That's why I had to pull him, right? And I get the idea of not wanting to face the lineup a third time through. But he literally hasn't done it all year. So the idea that he can't do it, the only reason he can't do it is because Kevin Cash is in his way. What an idiot. A lot of people are asking, is Moneyball to blame for the... Uh, cash is to blame, which... Cash and uh, stuff. Nice, yeah, I didn't do that on purpose. But. Uh, <laughs> just remember, I was in my room, wasn't watching the game at the time, and I just hear my dad on the couch going, what is he doing? Sometimes you just got to ride with a guy. Yeah. What is he doing? And then I got a bunch of text messages that, like ripping Kevin Cash. Well, he couldn't have been that bad. And then the text messages got worse because then the Dodgers scored two runs right after. It was so bad. And what if you want to pull Blake Snell, fine. You're stupid, but fine. What analytic tells you to bring in the guy that's given up a run in each of his last six outings? Yeah. What mean, is that? The, like <laughs> We had him on our base fantasy baseball team. He was great all year. Yeah. But the last regular six, season? Yeah, right, the last six appearances, he gave up a run. I mean, you just can't do that. And, uh, like... I look back to 2003, Grady Little kept Pedro in too long. That was the worst mistake I've seen a manager make in See, a big but game. but that's an instance where they, they brought that up on Levitard, and I was thinking about that. And the only reason that that is a moment that sticks out in our mind is, A, because Pedro said, no, do not come out and get me. Right. And also, because that happened, and he blew it, but we don't remember all the other times when they've blown it because there wasn't that extra factor of the pitcher telling their coach not to come out. Yeah, that is interesting. Like, it's happened before, but we've also seen plenty... Uh, Jack Morris pitched 10 innings in a Game 7 in the 91 World Series. It was one, it's one of the best pitching performances in baseball history. When, Someone's going to tell me that he couldn't face the lineup a third time, he faced it a fourth time. Might have faced it a fifth time. I mean, 10 innings, you very well might have. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are we doing? In that situation with 72 pitches... Dominating like the way he does, and that's the thing too. Seventy-two pitches. It's not like they saw everything he has. No, it's one thing if like he's laboring to get through there, and like if he's giving up three through six, then yeah, fine, pull him before you get through the third time or get into the third time of the lineup. But if that hasn't happened yet, and if he's been as dominant as he was, it makes no sense to pull him. No, you gotta you gotta live and die with your ace there. The guy's a Cy Young winner. He's gotten you that far. Yeah, take the Cy Young away from him if he can't go more than six innings. Seriously, and. I just, I honestly don't understand it. Like, that's the kind of, like, everyone talks about Kevin Cash. Like, that's the move where he would keep Snell in the game. And, like, or maybe, like, go out to the mound and Snell tells him no. Right. And then he's like, okay. But, like, you're right. He's not a manager. He's a computer. And that's, analytics are great for the regular season. They'll win you 100 regular season games. Yep. 
But when you get to the World Series, that's the time where you don't have to worry about saving his arm. You don't have to worry about the next game. You have to win that game, and Kevin Cash managed tomorrow. Yeah, you basically you throw analytics out the window, and you just win the baseball game any way that you possibly can. And Man, I am I, I am so tired of analytics in baseball because analytics, <laughs> I'm just. I mean, gonna... this was a huge case against analytics last night. Definitely, and so I've been making this case against analytics for the for a year or two now. People will argue from the analytics standpoint that it's all about home runs. You're allowed to strike out. Yep. Starting pitching doesn't matter. You need a great bullpen. Mm-hmm. Does that not define the Yankees for the past four years? That's exactly what the Yankees have been doing. And where's it gotten us? Nowhere. Now let's look at the teams that are prior to this year, because both of these teams just happened to end up in the World Series, but they're both very analytically driven. If we were to look at the last three years, would you say the Nationals had a great power-hitting lineup? Not no. really. They were a good lineup, but it wasn't a great power-hitting lineup. No, they didn't a, strike out a, a ton. Lineup. And they had incredible starting pitching and a bad bullpen. Yeah. The year before, the Red Sox won. Would you say they had – they had a very good lineup. I'll they give them. But lineup, they also had bottom. a triple crown potential winner in J.D. Martinez. Yeah, they had Mookie them. Betts, who's just <laughs> the best – the second best player in baseball. Yep. They had – they had Xander Bogarts, who was able to hit 300-something, I think. Yeah, our, like, our top to bottom, our lineup was great. Right, and you didn't just, strike out a ton. No, we didn't. And also, how was your bullpen that year? I, heartbreaking. How was the starting pitching? Very good. <laughs> Let's go one more year back. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's look at the Astros. Did they strike out a ton? No, they they couldn't. They, they, they hit the ball every <laughs> right. They knew what was coming, but they didn't strike out no, a they ton. Didn't. They put the ball in play. They had great starting pitching and a shaky bullpen towards the end of the season. And what are we talking about, you nerds? Get your head out of a freaking book. Get your head out of a freaking computer and watch the damn game, and maybe you'll realize that not everything can be solved in a computer. It's funny because the Rays were almost there. They have great starting pitching. They like they play. We were talking about it before the playoffs started how. They played baseball the right way, which has got them to where they were. But then the issue came, they didn't lean on their baseball instincts, they leaned on their analytical instincts, that, and that's what cost them. That's the thing, too. I liked the Rays because they were willing to steal bases. They were willing to stretch, run. Like, they bunted. They freaking bunted <laughs> they this bunted. series. How many times have you seen that in the World Series in the past dozen years? It doesn't happen anymore. They used to play the game the right way, then Kevin Cash tried to get smart, and they lost. Good. They deserve you deserved it. it. Absolutely. Kevin Cash, you're not a good manager. You're a bad manager. You're bad at being a baseball manager. <laughs> he's not a manager, CJ. He's a computer. He's a computer. He's, he's a best... puppet with strings hanging out of the computer screen. All right, that's Kevin Cash. Who do we want to move on to next? Uh, Justin Turner, man. <laughs> you got to uh, – actually, no. We're going to start with Rob Manfred, and this Ooh, will morph into Justin Turner. An absolute classic on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bash Me Rob ripping Manfred. Rob Manfred. <laughs> Rob Manfred. <laughs> Where do I even begin? How is it possible – the NBA goes, what, six months in a bubble? June, July, August, September, October. Five? Five months in a bubble without a single positive test. Rob Manfred has to run one for a month and a half, and we have a positive test, and allow the player to play in the World Series. And what then, is that? You take him, well, I heard Justin Turner, who we're talking about, he got tested for COVID. Apparently his test came back in like the sixth inning. They pulled him from the game. In the eighth. In the eighth, whatever inning it was. They pulled him, and then he was back out there for the celebration at the end with everybody else. Hugging his teammates, kissing his wife on holding the Holding the trophy that everybody and else held. I will make the argument that if all the players and all the family members and 
literally every single person on the field was okay with it, then fine. But A, I doubt they did that. <laughs> and B, did we ask the Rays before the game if they were okay with playing with someone who had COVID? Yeah, I don't... Because <laughs> that, what, what baffles me is you have these people in a bubble. You should be testing them 24-7. If they're not playing baseball, you should have a thing up their nose grabbing mucus to make sure they don't have COVID. And all <laughs> they did was wait until the eighth inning of Game 6 of the World Series to pull a guy? How do you not know before the game that he had? Unless he got it during the game. Yeah, fourth which inning I... somehow got it. Maybe what, caught a foul ball in the stands, fan? Tossed it back, him going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I feel like before the game would start, you'd want all the test results back. So you're not sending them out there with For COVID. innings. And get, yeah, and getting everybody else infected. That's three and a half hours. That at all. It's ridiculous, and Rob Manfred, I, I will give him a very, very small amount of credit for getting this season to somehow work out, even though he butchered the hell out of what I mean, there normal was weeks where we didn't think was. it would be around anymore. And quite frankly, it probably shouldn't have. He's just greedy. All he did was get money for his owners, so he, they're happy. Uh, he's so bad at his job, man. And yeah, Fred. at the end of the end of the season, he got the season done. But like, we couldn't even get like get the World Series done without. Of course, in the last game, someone tests positive for COVID. I, I kind of wish that it went to a Game 7 just to see what they would have done. Because if he tested positive inside the bubble... Oh, they're shutting everything They probably shut it down for two weeks. But if he tested positive because he was doing something stupid... That would have been crazy. Then they'd just say, you're, you're losing for the next you game. You have to wait two weeks for a Game 7? That would have actually been nuts. Everyone yeah, would have been rested. I was thinking about that because I was like, would that have like a Super Bowl-type buildup? Obviously not to that yeah, level but like level. would you get would people get excited or would they be like oh, we've them over it we waited too I think long you'd get excited for it because it's like because mostly you know baseball's all series right so if you have a one game to determine the world series in a two-week build-up to it yeah i don't trust know. manfred's ability to sell it well enough but <laughs> yeah i think it don't could be really good anything. they should do that every time we get a game seven we just take two weeks off <laughs> for the players would hate that <laughs> um for every series it uh, it sucked to see Mookie Betts win a World Series last night. No, it didn't. It did. Be happy. for well, him. I'm happy for him. It sucks for me. <laughs> and what about your guy Kirsch? Oh, I'm so happy for Kershaw. He pitched two really good games. Uh, it was a long time coming. Just still a, a bum in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, less of a bum now because he pitched. Tw- eh, is he in the World Series? Less of a this bum. This was this was the argument that I made against him, in spite of what he did in this series, when he was the best pitcher in baseball. He wasn't good enough in the postseason. No, he was not. And that was that's unfair to him because he can never change that. He could have thrown three complete game shutouts and he still would not have been. <laughs> yeah, right. The best, when he was at the top of his game, he was not good in the postseason. So, and that's what's always going to be the knock on him. He could win another three, and I think that'll be the knock on him because when you're when you're Bob Gibson, when you're Sandy Koufax, you're expected to perform in the World Series. Yeah, absolutely. And he, yeah, up to that point, he didn't. I'm just glad he did. <laughs> it finally did. Right. It helps him out. Like I'm sure it eases his mind a lot that he finally maybe maybe in the postseason going forward he'll pitch even better now that he got that weight lifted off his shoulders. He's also totally hurt by how good he is. Because yeah, he's someone who we, so much. as far as his regular season goes, we should talk about him as one of the greatest pitchers ever. Yeah. And because of his postseason, we don't. But at the same time. That's why. Yeah. Because, like, when we talk about the Bob Gibsons and the Sandy Koufaxes, we have the 67 World Series to look back on for Bob Gibson where he just dominated. And, like, we have series with Koufax where he was just incredible. 
we really don't even now he was good in this series but he wasn't he didn't shut them down he no. was just he was just a good pitcher yeah I mean, yeah just i guess for his sake it's good for him but you're you're 100 percent right because we at the when i remember when we went to the hall of fame that's probably about four five years ago now oh, yeah the, he was went to the the piazza induction you mean or no when we just went for the heck of it that one oh, day yeah i remember like he was number one overall in live ball era, like ERA first. Yeah, I think he still is. I think Mariano Rivera is the only live ball pitcher. His ERA was like two one two this year or something crazy. Yeah, which is just. I nuts. think his career is like a two four. Yeah, I mean the one World Series game that destroys him is that stupid Astros game. Yeah. Where they didn't swing at any of his curveballs. Yeah, and I, if someone <laughs> wants to give me the argument of he shouldn't have those bad of numbers because the Astros cheated, I'll hear them out on that because I think that's a fair defense of Kershaw. Red Sox lit him up two years ago. But his track record doesn't yeah, give yeah. me a ton of confidence when people say that it was no, just and that, because and that's the fair. Astros did I'm that. just I've always liked him so I'm just happy he has a World Series. I'm happy for Mookie Betts. I'm happy for him to be clear. I just don't think that this changes the narrative around his yeah, career. Yeah, right, at the top of your game you gotta be at the top of your game. Right. Um, I remember yesterday I was watching a video of David Ortiz interviewing Mookie Betts and it just made me even more sad. Right. <laughs> like, and then I just got mad at John Henry again, and we've been down this road a hundred times. And, like, we talked about it last time, how I have to get over it. But seeing him win in the World Series with another team, I'm completely not over it. Yeah, his first of, what, five, six, seven in a row? Yeah, probably. He's going to just – oh, my gosh. That Dodgers team is so – was he the difference? Because he made – I feel like he made enough plays where, like, he could affect the outcome of games – and they yeah. didn't win it last year, or two years ago. I don't want to say the difference, because I do think they were good enough to win without him, but yeah. he definitely helped definitely a lot. Helped. Um, so yeah, congrats, good. congrats to the Dodgers. Um, and on the Justin Turner thing, apparently they told him to come back, and he said no. Like, they told him that he needs to... In the to, game? Like, no, after... like Oh, oh, the, when he went out to, to celebrate? The yeah. yeah, they told him he needs to isolate, he said no. That's because no one takes Rob Manfred seriously. <laughs> He's a joke to the play. I mean, no, he is someone who has put his voice to not taking Rob Manfred seriously. Has he? Yeah, so he, that. like, I think Rob Manfred could have been there saying you're not allowed back out there, and he, he would have laughed and walked by him. I think, um, at that point, the, what I was thinking about at work today is at that point, he had already, like, he would already become in contact with everyone in that game. Right. So I don't. Hey, like, I'm not making a big deal that he was out there celebrating. Right. It's irresponsible, but the the biggest he issue. shouldn't have been out there in the first place right and that's on baseball yeah. that's on the mlb well done baseball manfred on Good a joke. more positive note about baseball they ended around the same time they normally do right which yeah. means baseball should, should start normally should be normal that's exciting back to do you, think so. do you think they'll keep any of the rule changes they'll definitely keep some the one that i'm most concerned that they'll keep is the extra inning rule i think yeah, they really like second. that yeah uh the dh will go back to normal next year Yep. Seven-inning doubleheaders, I think, might be here to stay. But we don't have too many doubleheaders that often. No, but I think I, I could see them down the road to give teams more days off but still play 162 games would be scheduled seven-inning doubleheaders. Yeah. I don't love that, but Rob Manfred's an idiot, so what am I going <laughs> to do about it? There's nothing you can do about <laughs> it. Um, so, yeah, that wraps up baseball until the off season. Well, the off season already started, but... Oh, how'd you feel about the three batter minimum rule? Now that we've had a season with that, um, that's here to stay. That's something they put into place before the pandemic. I don't. I mean, from like an aesthetic point of view, it's better. 
But yeah, like watching the game, you don't see the pitching change as much. But that's also part of the game. And right. I wonder. I don't know how much it actually, how much time it actually saves. I'd be curious to see. I think games were longer this year. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, and I w- part of that could be uh, that they had to do. I don't know if they had to do COVID regulation, like getting rid of baseballs more frequently and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I don't okay. think it really saves a ton of time, and it definitely messes with strategy. And I guess it's a different strategy now. Yeah, because you have to figure out someone that can pitch all three hitters or whatever like that. Right, but players are going to lose their jobs because of it. Yeah, and maybe they pitch. should. Like, if you can only pitch to left-handed <laughs> yeah, batters, maybe you're not a great MLB player. Yeah, that's fair enough. You should, like, if you're in the MLB, and even those guys, like, I feel like they could pitch to both left and right hitters. Yeah. Well, the analytics nerds. They're not going to let that happen. <laughs> um, so Bunch that idiots. wraps up the baseball season. The offseason begins soon. I don't know what the Red Sox plan is. We have all this money to spend now because we're under the salary cap. Yeah. Um, hopefully we get Alex Cora back. <laughs> That's the only thing I want right now. And I want to see – and we have to get we have to get starting pitching. And I don't know if our bullpen can be fixed. We just got to hopefully so like, luck need, into a prospect. You need some lineup help. Some bullpen help, and some starting a bullpen overhaul, out. and then uh, then a decent a, amount of starting and a manager. Or starting pitching help, and a new manager. Yeah, well, they'll get Cora back, right? I hope so. I mean, that's I mean, they interviewed like three people the other day. It might be a cover up. Uh, it probably. Like, I yeah, think Cora's coming back. I mean, I which would, is a joke. I know. Yeah, I don't. Mind that guy that. cheated baseball, and they're just gonna let him waltz back in like something actually. Yeah, like bro, he felt punished. Hey, you think he felt he feels punished right now that no, he didn't yeah, have to coach yeah, that trash team last year? No offense. No. I'm, <laughs> None of that's taken. That's exactly what they were. Um, no, I, you just took a year off. Yeah. And that's not his, Manfred. That's Manfred it's again. Rob Manfred being bad at his job. <laughs> yeah, so if he's going to allow Alex Cora to come back, then I'll take him back. Speaking of which, just to you know, get on Manfred's case one more time, <laughs> I, I hope Astros players get thrown at next year. Oh, and I hope be. every time that that happens, the pitcher sits down in the post-game press conference, and every question they ask him, he just says, Rob Manfred didn't punish them. Rob Manfred didn't punish them. The because that's what happens, right? If Rob Manfred said the players are going to police themselves. Yeah. He let that happen. Every player that gets hurt for the Astros next year because a pitch hits him in the head is on Rob Manfred. Absolutely. Oh, another thing I saw, Max Muncy, I don't know if you saw, he tweeted out a picture of him holding the trophy. And yeah. He said, what a nice piece of metal. Because <laughs> that's yeah. what Manfred called it, yeah. right? Yeah, it was a chunk of metal. A chunk of metal, yeah. So Max Muncy tweeted out. I thought it was a good tweet. Yeah. So yeah well, because the Dodgers, they should they still don't be like upset. It. <laughs> no. And why would they? The, the Astros stole the World Series. And then, don't get me wrong, I do not think the Dodgers should get the 2017 no. World Series. But imagine learning that someone, something that you worked your entire life to achieve and you lost out on it by a small amount, you find out that the people who did it cheated, and then they just get no punishment for yeah. it. Of course you're going to be pissed at the person in charge. Who wouldn't be? Oh my gosh. Oh, man, for the joke. All right, let's move on. Football! <laughs> um, I'm excited for the baseball offseason on a final note, just because let's see what the Red Sox do now. We have this master plan. Let's see how it goes. Because when you have a bad team, the only thing you have to look forward to is the offseason. Yeah. And right, normal- Jets fans? What? All right. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Um... CJ, I got bad news for you. Oh, no. Was I bad last week? You were terrible last Was week. Was I 0-5? 1-4. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> What's my season record? 21-14. Yeah. You were 20-10, though. Flying high. And I took you down, Pat, because I went 4-1 this week. Ooh. I had the Giants against the Eagles with a 4-4.5 four, four points. Uh, we both picked the Packers. They blew out the Texans. 
all's right with the world. Yeah. Everyone's fine. What, what were people doing there? Like, was that just a massive overreaction of the week before, you think? I think so. And they played Tennessee tough, so everyone was like, oh, look at this. And then it's like, nah, we good. Yeah. I think they had more yards than us, and we still won by 20-something. <laughs> Jeez. That freaking defense. Huh. Um, And then Bills-Jets, we both lost that game because the Jets, or the Bills kicker missed two field goals. Um, Seahawks. Yeah, but, like, he also hit six. <laughs> Should have hit eight. We both would have covered. I would have went five and zero. Oh. What his fantasy score to benefit the other two? And they were like forty yarders. He would have probably been a high score on somebody's team. Yeah. Um, Seahawks at Cardinals. I correctly picked the Cardinals getting three and a half points. And then Bears at Rams. I correctly picked the Rams. Whoop you do. Uh, because the Bears are who we thought they were, and they suck. Uh, CJ said Wentz would have five touchdowns. Wasn't really close to that at all. He wasn't uh, horrible, was he? He was two and. Two touchdowns, two interceptions? Yeah, you know. That's not it. bad. But I was almost spot on with my Steelers-Titans pick of a tie. <laughs> yeah. I almost spot well, you on, almost got to overtime. Which would have been Ooh. pretty damn close. Because that means, what, five minutes away? So you were almost pretty close. Right, I was almost pretty close. I was so happy. Because, you know, Gaskowski's going to kick a game or a game-tying field goal. He's been doing that all year. Yeah. He misses the ones in the early quarters. Did you see Ben's face after? Yeah, he couldn't believe that it. That was incredible. He always misses the ones in the first couple of quarters. But he always hits the late-game ones. Right. right. Oh, money in the bag. We're going to overtime, which means I got a shot at a tie. And he missed. Didn't he miss a game winner, a game winner week one? I thought he hit a game winner week one, but he missed like three before that. Um, it, yeah, that's what it was. You're right. Because they they were undefeated up to that point, so he definitely did hit it. Right. Um, good point. So, <laughs> big brain. Um, so I was close, but we have somehow gone. Uh, let's see, like 22 minutes into this podcast without talking about the play of the week in sports over the last week in a game that the team lost <laughs> maybe the best play and certainly in this person's career yeah one I, of the best i've seen as a giants fan ever wait. daniel jones running 80 yards i thought we were talking about dk mech <laughs> <laughs> yeah no daniel jones two amazing plays in the nfl last week both teams lost one of them by oh, someone like, confident dk mech have some good touchdowns but keep going <laughs> Daniel Jones running 80 yards on a design quarterback draw. He single-handedly ended racism. He, he ran off tackle <laughs> almost 22 damn miles per hour. And then his body realized, holy crap, I can't do He's this. It's like, crap, I'm Daniel Jones. <laughs> I got a play, face plant at the five-yard line. Well, that was the, one of the most embarrassing, funny plays I've ever seen. He... Like, at that point, the Giants should have just been like, all right, we're just going to take a quarterback. Like, you can have the rest of the year, but you're just, you're, you're dumb. Like, they should have is... left the field, forfeited the game, and just went home. His team was laughing at him. They were, they were one in, what, six? One five they at the time? Five, and now yeah. we're one in six. And they were laughing. I've never seen a one in five team laugh, and it's like all these three hundred pound men just hoo, 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 because he's an idiot. He can't. He literally can't run. That is something I couldn't have gotten to that point. But if you just dropped me on the ten yard line with the space that he had, I could have scored a touchdown. I think ninety nine out of hundred times you're gonna score, and that one time you might get struck by lightning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There was it, nobody within 15 yards of him. Yeah, because he ran past him. He was the fastest guy in the field. But he apparently. was faster than Lamar Jackson's top speed. <laughs> he ended racism on that run. I, and then he tripped and fell. And then racism came back. <laughs> <laughs> I love... No, that showed 
whites are the inferior race. We're worse. <laughs> the black people won. They can take over the earth. They would have scored. But Daniel Jones ruined absolutely everything. Could you imagine Lamar Jackson doing that? Because I can't. No, because he wouldn't. I just can't. <laughs> and, like, I've seen him do it, and he doesn't fall. No. <laughs> I, I want to know what was going through his mind there. Dude, like, do you think been. he was like, well, oh, he didn't, this is he the play him. of my career. Everybody's so happy. Oh, no. <laughs> and then oh, he hit the ground and he just laid there. It was just like, that's, that's awful. And At like, least they scored. At least they scored the touchdown. I wish they didn't. I know. He it would have been a fumble. Better play it should have been a if they return fumbled, the other way. If, they fumbled, if he fumbled on that, man. What no. if he like just like broke his ankle? Then I would have felt that. And that would have taken away the I, funny. No, that would have been even more funny. If he breaks his ankle, not getting touched by anyone. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it's, it's such a violent game, and he gets hurt 10 yards away from the closest guy. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I thought we were talking about the DK Metcalf chase down. That was pretty cool. Uh, he would started 10, what's his, what's again? Buda Baker? Buda Baker, yeah. yeah one started, of the fastest guys in the league. Yeah, he, uh, picked Russell Wilson off in the end zone, or at, at least at like, the half yard yeah, line. Yeah, I think, like, coming out of the end zone. Took off, nobody near him, and then you see DK Metcalf coming out of nowhere, yeah. catching this guy, he was, he ran 23 miles, you ever, no, 22 miles an hour? Yeah. He was faster so. than Daniel Jones, Barely. barely. You ever see the videos of, like, you'll see a gazelle running and all of a sudden a yeah. cheetah just comes up behind it and yeah, just yeah. takes it down? That's exactly, that's what, it exactly like. what it felt like. Because, like, you're like, wow, that thing's moving fast. And then something, like, just comes up behind it. It's like, what the heck? How yeah. fast is that thing going? Yeah, DK Metcalf. Did they score? I think, like, Probably. Prevent, that's uh, the Cardinals are pretty... Oh, no, they didn't. They Because did, that, like, saved a touchdown, I think. And then they got a field goal And then I'm pretty sure, like, uh, they, they went, went for it on fourth down. And, and then Kyler it? Murray ran, like, 30 yards back, and he went to the back of the end zone, and no one's there to catch it. Oh, that's fantastic. So, that, yeah, that saved a touchdown. But they lost anyway. Yeah. What <laughs> 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 the hell of a game. Yeah. A um, couple notes from last week. The Packers dominated... And Rodgers threw touchdowns of guys I've never heard of. And it's like, wow, we That's... really got good receivers again. But he also threw 500 passes to Devontae Adams. Yeah. He had... I think he caught 600. Yeah, he had uh, about 1,300 yards last game. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he broke every single season receiving record he in that He had 3,300 yards and 68 touchdowns. I'll look up his actual numbers, but it, <laughs> was, it was just 15 absurd. catches, 198, two touchdowns. That sounds right. And he did that in, like, week one. Yeah, 13 catches, 196 yards, two touchdowns. And I think that's going to happen more this year. Because the game one, or the first game of the season, that happened. <laughs> then he got hurt, missed two games. They had that terrible game against Tampa. Came back normal last week and did the exact same thing he did week one. So how many games has he played? Three uh, and a half. In, yeah, in three and a half games, he has 450 yards. <laughs> that's incredible. It's so awesome to see him just continually throwing the ball but on the other end of it he had literally threw the ball to no one else like i've never heard of the other guy that scored two other guys that scored a touchdown jamal williams ran one in but we had two guys catch touchdowns and i literally said who is that you know the packers should trade for julio jones well yes if they somehow could but someone who would probably be very steeply discounted who julian edelman oh yeah dude knows how to run routes absolutely like he's a he's a perfect guy for a Rogers system. He, he he would make it work, I think. Right. That would be interesting. But the Packers don't ever trade for No, anybody. why would they do that? that would why would they ever give him, him any help that he needs? Um what else happened? Oh the Patriots sucked. Were yeah. the Niners good again? No. I think the Patriots are just not very good. Fair enough. Or at least they were in that game. Um the Jets put a, everyone that picked them in their survivor pools on Suicide watch. Yeah, last I was week. a little nervous. But then, don't worry, the Bills 
the Jets had four yards in the second half, and all is right with the world. Bad game for the Bills, though. Maybe we got a little uh, too high. Yeah, they've had those season. three bad games in a row. Yeah, they're, they're well, a like good I said, team. Though, they're they're the Bills. That's what they do. Yeah, they and get like, you excited, and everyone thinks they're going to do something, and then they never do because they're the Bills. If we go back and look now, they beat the Jets by ten, the Dolphins by three, the Rams by three, the Raiders by seven, which might be their best win in the year. Then they got blown out by the Titans and lost to the Chiefs by two scores. Yeah, and then did not and look great against the again. Jets. So, like, their best win is either the Raiders or the Rams. And both They were crushing the Rams. The Rams made a late game. But the I, the Rams took the lead in that game. And the Bills had to score late to win right. that game. They were like 20-3 to three or something. They've been, other than this past week, they've not been very good in the second half of games from no. what I have so seen. I, I don't have little, any numbers to back that up. They're a little bit of a fraudulent team. Um, game of the week was probably Seahawks Cardinals though. Yeah, that, that, that division's awesome. awesome. Although there was a lot of good games. I mean, no one's gonna say the Falcons Lions was the game of the week because it was between the Falcons <laughs> and the Lions, but that was an Very incredible true. game. They missed a 65 yarder and still to, they would have won the game if they hit the 65 yarder. They missed it short and then still somehow the Lions won the game. Wait, what happened? I yeah, didn't... Matt Prater or was it? I think it was Matt Prater. So the Lions missed. They missed a 65 yard field goal. Falcons got the ball goal. back. Falcons got the ball back. Todd Gurley scored when he shouldn't have. He tried to stop. Then the Lions went down, tied or yeah. Then, and then the Lions went down and won, won the game. Yeah. That's awful. That was incredible. Man. Like that was a, a game of who could. Do more. The Falcons, could they Falcon? Or Who could, could do less? Well, well, could the Lions <laughs> Lions better than the Falcons Falcon? And yeah. At the end of the day, the Falcons Falcon harder than the Lions Lions. Yeah. Bad game. And that's Lions. hard to do because the Lions Lion harder than anybody They're does. really good at lioning. But the Falcons are better at falconing. So I guess it's better to lion than to falcon. Yes. If I you want to win. If, any, if the NFL taught us anything last week, that's definitely it. Huh. Um, Washington absolutely destroyed the Cowboys. That's awesome. Mike yeah. McCarthy's a bum and I love it. Dude. Did you hear him the other day? What a joke. Yeah. He thinks that he's overcoaching. <laughs> he's never Green... overcoached anything. I watched him in Green Bay. He doesn't know how to overcoach anything. Yeah, he couldn't overcoach if he literally spent the whole week just coaching as hard as he could. He would still not be good enough at coaching. The Cowboys are terrible, and that's awesome, but Mike McCarthy being at, being their coach is even more awesome. Yeah. I wonder um, what they're going to do next year with that. I don't know. I mean, realistically, they probably won't sign him if he's... Coming back from yeah, because Jerry Jones doesn't seem like you're gonna want to see at least charitable type where he's gonna be like, you know what, I'm gonna sign him because he's been our quarterback. Like, no, he's useless to me. I'm gonna get rid of him. Um, the Buccaneers look good, but I still think they're a fluke. I don't like not like a they're not gonna make playoffs fluke, but like as I, good as they are right now. I, I think, think they'll cool off. Yeah, even and... even though they just got Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah, but like, what's that gonna do for him? We we've seen this with Antonio Brown before. Ever since he left the Steelers, he's not someone you can trust. Yeah. I really just hope that uh, they weren't a team I was worried about in the NFC. Yeah. And then they've kind of been, they dominated us. Right. And then they beat the Raiders who beat the Chiefs. Right. And they beat them 45 to 20. Right. So I don't know. Kind of get nervous about that. And then the Chiefs won 43 to 16 and Patrick Mahomes threw for 200 yards. That's just that might be the scariest thing of the weekend. Well, they also had uh, uh, interception return for a touchdown and a kickoff return for a touchdown. So it's not like they needed him to do a whole no, lot. No, but that's the, like he didn't do a whole lot, and they still put up 43 points. That means that as a team, yeah, that's pretty damn incredible. I'm pretty sure he has 10 career losses, and in nine of them they scored 30 points. So they're going to score 30 points every game. Yeah, absolutely. Which is just incredible. Yeah, no matter how bad they play, they're going to score 30 <laughs> points. It's awful. They're like a cheat code, that team. Um, this week, upcoming, 
like I said last week, I went four and one. I'm sixteen and nineteen now, only three games back of five hundred. Pretty, pretty uh, so own, far. Own seven of my crazy picks. I'm getting closer though, and I think I have a winner this week for my crazy picks. Yeah. Um, the first game of the weekend is tomorrow night: Falcons at Panthers. Ugh. Panthers are two and a half point favorite, and I'm gonna I'm gonna think I'm gonna take the Panthers on this in this game. Strictly because they've been playing ten times better than the Falcons have. Yeah, I want to look, and I feel like the Falcons have played a lot of close games. Yeah, they lost. Uh, they they, won, they had a, a one score of, game, a four yeah, score they game, keep blowing the game at the end, a touchdown game, and then another one score game. But like, and the two, other ones have been blown. I'm gonna take the Panthers too. Yeah, like two and a half. I feel like the Panthers could win by more than easily more than that. If the right. Falcons are gonna. I mean, if they kick a game winning field goal, that yeah. covers it. So <laughs> if the Falcons get the lead, we're in good shape. You're right. <laughs> um, and then Vikings at Packers. Packers are six and a half point favorites at home. What are you gonna take in that game? Vikings are one and five. Packers are five and one. But this is a divisional. Game. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Vikings with the points. I, I think the Packers went out right, and I wouldn't be surprised if they blow them out. But coming off of last week, I think Rodgers is like last week's game. I think was Rodgers saying I'm not what I was last week against Tampa. Yeah. And then this week, I think he's just gonna be back to him, his normal self, which is really good. But also, it could be a one score game. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take the Packers because I think. In the six games I've picked them this year, I'm five and one, so I'm just gonna keep riding the hot hand there you of go. the Packers themselves. Um, They're the, also five and one. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> um, the Patriots at the Bills is the, uh, our random game of the week because the Giants play on Monday night. Woo! Um, Sorry. The the Bills are three and a half point favorites. Has that ever happened against the Patriots? I can't imagine. It's my, it has to have been a long time since it has. And I don't know who to take because the Bills have looked terrible. Yeah, I'm going to take the think... Patriots. I don't think Belichick's letting them lose, what, four games in a row? Yeah, I don't think they... Five games? Would it be five in a row? There are three... The... Oh, no, the Patriots lost week two. So, yeah, it'd be four in a row. Oh. Um, I don't know who to pick. I think I'm going to take the Bills for the sake of just picking opposite what you picked. But I think right. this game could go either way. Because um, I don't trust either of these teams. That's fair. I want the Bills to be good, but they're the Bills, and they're never good. <laughs> Cowboys at Eagles. This was a surprising spread for me. Seven and a half, the Eagles are favored by at home. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you're going to take the Eagles with the seven and a half? Yeah, the I don't have think they great good. either. But, man, who's going to be playing quarterback for Dallas? Can you name who Dallas's quarterback will be? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty confident. If, I was going to say, I'm pretty confident if I show you his name. You won't be able to tell me who the Dallas quarterback is going to be. Do you think they'll sign Colin Kaepernick anytime soon? <laughs> Jerry Jones? Dude, it would be the ultimate Jerry Jones move just to do that, just to cover up everything else he's done. No, the ultimate Jerry Jones move would be signing him and then benching him for this other guy. He wouldn't even let him play. He'd still send the Italian guy. Like, well, we signed him, so what do you want from me? Yeah. Has there ever been a good Italian quarterback? There must have been, right? Dom, think of it. Italian? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is Bob Greasy Italian? <laughs> Dom, you're an Italian man. The only know. other, like, Garoppolo, but he's... Eh, he might be the best, though. Yeah. Like, but that's born not good. in Italy or just, like... No, just, of like... Italian descent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think there just look up Italian quarterbacks. Well, but like true Italian descent, not like, oh, I'm 25 Giovanni, Carmazzi, and Gary Beban. All right. I'm going to stick with Garoppolo. Yeah. On that one. <laughs> um, if Garoppolo's even Italian, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds Italian and he looks Italian. I'm going to take the Cowboys because I think 7.5 is way too much and the Eagles can't win a blowout game. That's fair, but, you know. 
Still the Eagles. I think they're, the they're gonna. I know Zeke has not been as good as he like normally is, but I still. I feel like they're gonna hand it to him often and early, and he's not gonna fumble two times, and it's gonna be a lot closer of a game. And I just feel like seven and a half is a lot for a team that's two four and one. And they still have nobody to throw the ball to. Yeah, but you would have said that last week about the football team, and look how that went. <laughs> football team's got a good defense. Though. Yeah, I know. They, they're a decent little team. They they can make a run of the division. They could <laughs> the win Giants six games. The Giants are one game out of first place. Yeah, and, and we're not good. We're one in six. <laughs> we're a game and a half back. <laughs> Just absolutely incredible. Um, and then the... the Monday night we game of your... We won 43 win percentage. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and first place two happen? weeks from now, we could be in the playoffs. What's 357. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're, you're there. You win two games, they lose two games, you're there. Yeah. Um, Although they're playing the Cowboys this week. So. Well, that's the thing. You still have to face the Cowboys twice? No, once. once. So you beat the Cowboys. We, we, we took down Dag and still couldn't beat them. Uh, the Eagles... Eagle, I don't know. Whoever wins their... It's going to be whoever wins their divisional games gets three, four wins is going to win that division. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Monday night game we've all been looking forward to. Oh. CJ circled it on his calendar at the I'm beginning of the year because he was so ready for this. so sorry. Eli Manning coming out of retirement. I am so sorry to Tom Brady. <laughs> He's going to lose to the Giants yet again. Fucking no. here's at Giants. Giants are 10.5 point underdogs at home. Jeez. I am... I'm going to take the Giants. 10.5 points is a lot. And, I don't know, I got a weird feeling about this game because the Giants have been playing football the past couple of weeks. Yeah, they've I don't know if you noticed that, but they've been playing football. Yeah, but we still have uh, Danny Tripps over there, at quarterback. <laughs> Danny Tripps? <laughs> Instead of Danny Dimes, he's Danny Tripps now. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Bucks. I think. With the 10 and a You half. know why? Why? Because of that joke that I started to allude to earlier, I think this is going to be Brady's revenge game for both Super Bowls. I think he's going to put up 70 if Against he can. Every, is there anybody on the team that's left no. over from the Super <laughs> <laughs> None that I'm aware of. He's going to just find it, see Eli before the game, get really pissed off, and yeah. then just go off against the Giants. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's always played the Giants. Like, he's never crushed the Giants. I feel like he's crushed every other team in football at some point. He could try too hard and make a couple mistakes, and the Giants find themselves in that game late. Yeah, and then we'll have Danny Dimes through it, uh, mess it up for us. No, he's scoring this time. Oh. 95 yards, walking into the end zone, not stumbling into it. Actually, no, he'll stumble into the end zone. That would He'll make been it, great. but he'll stumble into it. Yeah, uh, that, that play is totally different if he scores a touchdown on yeah, that. Yeah, I'm just glad. Like, even if he one. falls, but still scores a touchdown. Yeah. Um, and then my crazy pick of the week, I don't know, I came up with this earlier. I'll give you a second to come up with yours. No, I got mine. Okay, my crazy pick of the week. I have the Giants winning, but because it's football, that could happen. Yeah. So my other half of, other half of my crazy pick is that the Jets lose by less than 10. Whoa. <laughs> That alone is a crazy pick. It's a crazy pick, pick Dom. That's the whole point <laughs> of the pick. You're confident this week. Confident? Yeah, didn't you say that earlier? Yeah, I was getting closer, so this week I'm definitely confident. You're going to lose by 35. Nope. The Jets are going to lose by less than 10, and the Giants are going to beat the Bucks. That's my crazy pick. For everybody who wants to know, the spread in that game is 19 and a half. It was How 22. Many? So what's the spread in the Bucks game? Ten and a half. So you're you're banking on a combined third, or not just a twenty point swing because the Jets only need to. Yeah. What do you think the the Chiefs are gonna score? Uh, I don't know. Chiefs score. It's a defensive They've battle. Only... I don't know, Dom. I'm not looking at scores. <laughs> All I'm, I'm I want I'm gonna right. look and see how many 21... times Patrick Mahomes hasn't scored thirty points in a 21, game. Twenty one thirty. Jets lose. How did the, how did the Jets get twenty one? Uh, they. Hail Mary's Patrick Mahomes like starts showing off and goes behind the back pass. 
three straight pick sixes to end the game. <laughs> After being up 30 to nothing. A little backdoor right. cover. No, that's fair. Yeah, I can see that happening. He starts trying to showboat. That's the point of the crazy pick, though. It's not like... That's true. So, the Giants winning is... Football can happen at any time to any team, except for the Jets this week. If I said the Jets winning, that would be crazy enough. But that's why I said they have to lose by less than 10. Not 10 or less. Less than 10. All right. I'm going to be willing to stretch this out as far as I need to to make sure it's a crazy pick. So, let me know when I, if that's when I've gone far enough. Two would talk about low. Yeah. Wins the game. Okay, not crazy Not enough. crazy enough. It is Aaron Donald coming out of space, though. Throws for three-plus touchdowns. Throws, okay. And 300-plus yards. Does that do it? Give me a rushing touchdown. All right. All right. And he runs. I don't think it does it. No. Because at work today, I said he was going to throw for 404. (laughs) (laughs) That would be one of the best games we've ever seen in the game. Absolutely. Don't listen to them, CJ. I'm taking it. Three touchdowns, throwing, one rushing. And then 300-plus yards. I like it. It's funny. It's not your guys' podcast, is it? Boom. Say it in the mic. My house, my rules. All right. yeah! Um. So, All right. how many times I got to hear that shit? <laughs> crazy, picks, or crazy picks of the week. Jets no. lose by less than 10, and the Giants oh, win. Two of 300-plus yards, three TDs throwing, one rushing, and he gets the win. That's one of the important parts. Yeah. Yeah. If he does all that and loses, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Can um, you imagine if he does that and loses? I'll so be good. so mad. The best player ever. Falcons at Panthers. We both got the Panthers. Uh, Two-and-a-half-point favorites there. Vikings at Packers. CJ took the Vikings. I took the Packers. We picked opposite all except one game. Patriots at Bills. I took the Bills. He just got the Patriots. Cowboys and Eagles. I have faith in the Cowboys to not lose by 7.5 to the Eagles. And then I think the Giants might win this game. And if they don't, they'll cover the spread. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing you took that. It would be funny if you took the Falcons and the Giants to, for your crazy pick. I don't that. Couldn't yeah. lose, right? No, I couldn't lose. I don't know. That's the last time I saw it. Do right. um, you think Tua's going to be good? I hope so. I mean, not only because I have him in a dynasty league, but right. I hope the Dolphins are good for their own sake. I got a buddy that's a huge Dolphins fan. He's just been miserable his yeah. entire life, pretty much. I think they like they can make the playoffs, considering their division. I mean, they're three and three. The Patriots are two and four. Obviously, the Jets aren't going to come back. So their only competition is the Bills, who have not been great. We've already gone over that. But the Bills have the Patriots this week, which is never easy, even though they haven't looked good. And then they have the Seahawks and the Cardinals back-to-back weeks before the bye. Right. So if they drop, let's say they beat the Patriots and drop those two, and then the Dolphins after the Rams this week have, oh, they have the Cardinals too. <laughs> and then the Chargers, and then the Broncos, and then the Jets, and then the Bengals. Yeah. They can win those four. Yep. Absolutely. And then the Chiefs. They're losing okay. that one, probably. And then the Patriots, Raiders, and Bills end the season. That, that last Week 17 game against the Bills could be for the division. That could be a huge game. I, I think he's going to – I hope he does well. Um, it's just like I know how excited Dolphins fans are. I hope for their sake he does well, <laughs> and I just hope that – you know, I like to as well. Um, oh, here's a quote that you want to see of a rookie quarterback. Yep. We know what we're going up against. Oh, he's already in mid he's, he's ready to go. He's ready to absolutely <laughs> crush the Rams and hopefully not die from Aaron Donald.